welcome to this audio on strengthening your enrollment conversation. I remember discovering strengthening enrollment in the early days um, and at the time I'd already signed up a number of clients in my business and I was thinking to myself I've got I've got enrollment nailed I've got this nailed all right I've got this covered it's all good and that I hadn't realized had created a blind spot and a blind spot creates a symptom or a side effect and for me as a coach it, that was leaving money on the table I was leaving money on the table and not serving my clients as well and as deeply as I could have been this isn't a, a heavy judgment it's just true and looking back, I realized how I could have done things differently. I would have served my clients more and I would have more money in my bank account. So what I'm gonna do is share with you some of the things that I could have done differently and could have changed so that you can do things differently in your practice, whether you're at the beginning or whether you're a more advanced coach, there'll be something in here for you to hear. So part one, give yourself and your client time. The gift of time is precious, both for you and your client. And as far as I can see, it's the only commodity that we can't have more of. As much as we might try, we've got the time that we have. Having time and slowing down within that time is especially important when it comes to enrollment conversations. It's happened more times than I care to admit in my coaching career, but when it comes to talking about working together with someone to create a long-term coaching agreement and talking about money, Sometimes I've left it up until the end of the session to talk about it or a session to talk about it and there's not a lot of time. It's felt rushed and it's felt hurried and often what's happened and Steve Chandler talks about this, we don't want to leave a client in affordability, we want to leave them in possibility. And often what I was doing was leaving my clients in affordability. The last thing we were talking about was money and that's, that doesn't serve them and it doesn't serve me. So what I, want, what I want to invite you to consider is that no matter how it feels for you to talk about money or agreeing to work with someone for a longer term, this conversation and that part of the conversation is rich with coaching potential. For me and what we teach in our school especially, a proposal and enrollment conversation can be one of the most powerful conversations a person can ever have. Something happens as coaches and we talk about working with someone is that we forget we're being a coach we forget we are a coach it's become about sales or getting that person to say yes so when we're talking to someone about to someone about working together this is the part where commitment and boundaries are tested the part where working with you goes from a really cool idea into the reality for someone what they want to create becomes a reality, it becomes a possibility, it really, it's like now, let's go. And this is often the part, but not always, where coaches are met with objections or questions from a client. It's also the part where we as coaches can feel the most comfortable and awkward. So it becomes even more important to give ourselves time and our clients the gift of time and space to slow down, to relax and remain open to coaching. So if you know you have a proposal conversation coming up, or if you're going to have one in the future, which I really hope you do, these conversations are so in service to the, human, to, to the fellow human and to your clients. Make sure you have time with someone. 
And if you don't have time and this session is coming to an end, invite the person to stay longer if they have time or create another time to talk. This isn't to be rushed. The last thing I want to mention, and I mentioned this at the beginning of this section, is that this conversation is rich with coaching opportunities. We get to remain the coach, remain in service. Often when I propose to my clients in enrollment conversations, I am met with objections. We call them objections, but they're perfectly reasonable things. Like, I need to talk to my partner about this. I need to talk to my husband or my wife about this. This is all great information. That's what I want to invite you to consider. It's great information. If we're willing, we can continue to coach here with permission. And, and I might ask questions like this, like on the scale of one to 10, how important is this for you and why? What happens if you don't do this? What impact does that have on your life? What does your partner normally say about you investing in things like this? And depending on what they say, I might ask them, are you willing to have some coaching around this conversation that you're going to have with them? Would that be in service to you? Always being the person in service to your client. And depending on the context and depending on the situation, I might ask, is it true for you that what other, th other people think of you and what they think is best for you is more important than what you think of yourself? And what a beautiful invitation for somebody to enroll into their own life. And the last thing I want to say is, and I want to be very clear on this, this is a skill to learn. It's something to master. It's not something we just know, especially as coaches. We come into the coaching industry knowing how to coach, but this is a skill and of on its own. Part two, be the professional. I remember listening to an audio from Steve Chandler once on a subject of professional self. And in there, he shares that being your authentic self is the opposite of being authentic. I hear this a lot. Just be yourself. Now, what that meant for me when I'm being myself was, hey, I'm actually really uncomfortable, awkward and scared to talk about money, so I'm not going to. And that, if I'd stayed in that story, it would have impacted on my business. So I really needed to find a way of creating myself and being different, learning to be a professional. And as I've said, I've spent time exploring this subject and I now know what he means. And he's right, as hard as it is to acknowledge it, me being who I was isn't necessarily going to serve me and my clients now. So when I first started out as a coach, I would always be encouraged to be myself. And, and that's great, right? In this moment, that's great. However, not so great when being myself meant avoiding difficult conversations, not asking for money, not asking for what I wanted, and not challenging a belief that a client held of, through fear of upsetting them, right? I needed to be willing to upset them in the name of service. Not upset them, but challenge them, right? And, and, and if we're not willing to do that, that doesn't serve anybody, especially when we're a coach. It won't serve our bank account and it won't serve the client. We are professional coaches. So in order to be the professional, we have to be willing to create ourselves as a professional. And by that, I mean doing the difficult work, the work that creates fear and stay in the game whilst we are feeling fear and doing the work. We're professionals and as much as we allow ourselves and be willing to do the work that makes us feel uncomfortable in the name of service and unconditional love, 
We must make the work must make the work and serving more important than the feelings or stories we have about ourselves. We must not make it about us, but about our client and their transformation. So being yourself is a creative process. We get to choose who we're being. So my questions to you as you're listening to this is, so who are you choosing to be right now? And will that version of you have you creating clients' money and the business you want? If the answer is yes, great. If it's not, this is your invitation to take immediate action. Part three, be prepared. This is a simple but often overlooked subject in the enrollment conversation. Before entering an enrollment conversation with someone, it's a great idea to be prepared, not just for you, but for your client as well. Something often happens when coaches enter an enrollment conversation with a potential client. They forget that a client needs to prepare as much as the coach does. See, the coach should have an idea of whether someone is ready to talk about working with them or not. This can be as simple as asking the question, is partnering with me on this something you want to know more about? The coach would also need to have a decent understanding of what they think will serve this person in terms of a coaching agreement, its length, its session duration, and level of support between sessions. This part is particularly important for anyone who isn't yet comfortable offering coaching fees and proposing. We want to have a solid, clear plan so when things feel difficult or our energy can go into sticking to that plan, right? So after all, what we don't do is plan a detailed and safe fire evacuation plan whilst the building around us is burning. It makes no sense to do that. We always do that beforehand. We have a plan before that situation arises. And that's the same for us. If we know it's going to feel uncomfortable, if we know it's going to feel edgy, have a plan in place. The other thing to consider is preparing your client. Is your client clear that you're going to be talking about working together? Are they given enough space to bring questions with them and to prepare themselves without having something like that sprung on them? I have had experiences in the past when I wasn't aware of this where I'd proposed to a client and they just shut down. They weren't open to it. They weren't ready. I didn't have their permission. Remember that humans are reactionary. Currently, the way that it stands, that we're wired for survival. So it's often the case that we react rather than respond considerately. And this is important to know. Why is it important? Because when we're aware of this, we can create the conditions necessary for someone to process their reaction and be open to responding consciously and thoughtfully. Often this is down to having time, space, and the coach being willing to remain the professional. Final thoughts. There is so much I could share about the enrollment conversation. We work consistently with our students in the school about this subject, feeding back on their processes and questions, looking into their proposals, their invitations, their messages. It is a skill to learn and it's our job to create ourselves as a person willing to learn and be messy while we do. This is a messy process. The very last thing I want to share here is to be unattached to outcomes. In order for us to truly serve someone, we have to do the best we can to be unattached to them saying yes. Unattachment means we are increasingly, or attachment, sorry, means we are increasingly out of service to someone. So stay in service, stay unattached, 
be the professional and be prepared to get messy. <laughs>